Okay, Erev Tov, everyone. We are uh, going to be starting the 19th chapter in the Marna Vuchim. But just to quickly summarize the last five chapters, uh, from chapter 14 to 18, the Rambam was describing the efforts a person has to make to to approach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And uh, Hashem is not like an idol that you come to a physical thing. Uh, and a uh, person has to make efforts to recognize Hashem, and Hashem comes to him, as it were. And uh, Hashem, and if we make that first step towards Hashem, Hashem enables us to co- approach him, but we never can actually come in contact with Hashem. That's what chapters 14 to 18 were discussing. Chapter 19 to 25, that's the next set, the next six, is describes how Hashem, so to speak, comes to the person, so to speak. That's the discussion that's going to happen over here. And we start over here on the left side, and the new word for today is mole, which literally means to fill. Okay. I hope you can read this. I think it's big enough. Yep. This way, it's all on one page. Ze Hashem Mishtatev. Again, this is the homonym. When Yasua, and we'll see there's three definitions. Yasua Balayaloshen Begeshem. The regular people who use this language of understanding, they talk about its expression of substance, Shiavo Begeshem, that enters into another substance. Via Maleu and fills it up, such as we had two weeks ago when Rivka was drawing the water, and her pitcher was filled with water. So you have a substance of water that's put into a substance of a bucket. Or we have another example when we talked about how Hashem tells Aaron to take a jug of mun, that's an omer filled of mun, and to put it into the Mishkan. Maleha Omer Mimenu. Fill an Omer into the jug from Mon. Vizaharbe. And we have many examples of that. So, example number one is filling one substance into another. Okay, second example is. Where are we now? Vyasa Hadovar Be'inian Tom. We also have the concept of Malay. We're talking about a time has been expired or finished. The time is up or it's been filled up. And I have examples of that. Last week's Parsha, when Rivka was pregnant and says, And her days of pregnancy were filled. So now we're filling time, which is not, it's not really a physical thing that you're doing. <laughs> or or it says and 40 days were completed alright and that's with the flood yes Vayasa, okay that's the second one alright also it's also used to express perfection importance of uh, uh, reaching the end of what you could have in a certain totally non-physical thing. And now we have a number of examples of that. 
One of them is Umalei Birchas Hashem. And that is where in Devarim Lame Gimel Chaf Gimel, which now we shift over to the middle section over here, and here are the brachas that Moshe gave to the various Shvatim. Ule Naftali Omar, at the Naftali he said, Naftali Sivarotzon. Naftali is satiated with favor. Umalei Birchas Hashem, and full of Hashem's blessings. Ah, so what does it mean? He's full of Hashem's blessings. Okay? Yom Vidarom Yerasha, take possession on the west and the south. Okay, so what does that mean? So the Rambam is saying this is something dealing with a perfection, but nothing of physicality. Okay? And again, the blessings of Hashem, so to speak, isn't anything physical, so to speak. So we'll see what this means, but let's just take a look at the Ramban, who explains this as well on the right side, Naftali Svarotzon. So he says, this means that his land satisfies every desire of its inhabitants. So he's satisfied. Naftali is satisfied, uh, full, fully satisfied with what he has. This is Rashi. The correct interpretation is connected with Hashem's name. Where we're saying, Umalei, but it's referring to the Birchas Hashem, which is later on the Pasuk. The Pesach is saying that Naftali is satisfied and full of the will of Hashem and his blessing. So he's satisfied with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his life, so to speak. And then he brings from the Upa, the Sefer HaBahir. What happened? I lost everything here. I think you just have the resources. Click on the, the, the little X. I had it right here. I had it in English. No, you, you, somehow resources came up, so if you put an X... Yeah, right there. There you go. Very good. Thank you. Okay, so this is the, the this is the Bahir. Uh same Bahir written by Rabbi Nachunya ben Akona. That's what he's referring to as a Madrish. And Rabbi Amora said, What is the meaning of the Pasuk that we had over here and full with the blessing of Hashem? And then it says, uh Yom Vadorom. Uh, west and south take possession, Yerasha. So what does he mean? So Moshe said, if you walk in my statues, you will inherit the world to come, which is analogous to the sea, because they bring a Pusik about that. And this world, which is likened like the south, and he brings a Pusik for that. Okay. And why is it written Yerasha over here in the female tense? It should be Yorash. Because even Hashem is included in Naphtali's inheritance. For the word Yerusha consists of two words. Resh, to inherit. Ka, Hashem. So you're inheriting Hashem, so to speak. Now obviously that's not a physical thing that's going on over here. You're inheriting, as we'll see in a minute, how the Rambam is going to explain all this. So these are the different sources over here. And let's just take it a little further now as we'll go back to the Mora um, Nebuchim itself as it gives more examples and explains what it is. Question. It's too early to ask questions. You have to wait about five minutes because I haven't explained enough for you to have enough information to ask the question you want to ask. 
I, I assume so. You'll see, because I have the Ram, Ram hasn't really said what he means yet. So we have Umole Birkas Hashem, then Mile Osam Chachma Slave. Hashem filled the people who worked on the Mishkan. Hashem filled them with wisdom of heart. Or the Pasuk says, And he was filled with wisdom, understanding, and intellect. That's referring to Hiram, who helped Shlomo building the base on Migdash. Now, with this, he begins to explain the things that really refer to Hashem. And here, for example, when the Pasuk says, the whole world is filled with his glory. So what does that mean, that the whole world is filled with his glory? What's what's being filled? In Yano, the concept is, the whole world testifies to Hashem's perfection. And that's the idea what he's talking about, where to, to be full means to be perfect. So Hashem fills the world with his perfection, which means to say, when you look at the world, you see the perfection of Hashem. The world testifies to the perfection. Now there's a whole discussion. Is the world really perfect or not? Well, that's an interesting question. And the truth of the matter is, it really is. But to our eyes, we don't see the perfection. In other words, if you really see what goes on, the whole ecosystem and everything in the physical world, it's perfect. Our circulatory system, everything that's set up in the world is complete perfection. And if things look not perfect, they're just meandering their way towards perfection. Okay, that... That's what he. What he God well, no, but it, it's it it testifies to his perfection, okay, and therefore, do you ever have the sun set in the other direction? Yeah. No, perfect. The sun is perfect. It's mamish. The earth is perfectly situated at juxtaposition to the sun. Couldn't be better than where it is. The way the world works, the way Hashem has created the world, is perfect. Now, people want to be imperfect. Oh, that's a whole different story. That's man's free will choice. Did you ever see an elephant fly? Never. You see an elephant race um, uh, do, do uh, silly things? No, elephant does what elephant does. Every day an elephant does what elephant does. I mean, the world works exactly the way it's meant to work. So it testifies to Hashem's perfection. So, the Malay, it's filled with the perfection. All right? And that's, let's just continue over here. Oh, I'm going to go on this side over here. So, he's saying, It teaches, it shows us about Hashem's perfection. Or, it also says, And the kavod of Hashem fills the mishkan. Same idea, it shows the perfection of Hashem. Any expression of fill, fullness that's attributed anything that's contributed to, attributed to Hashem that's what it means. It's not that there's something physical about a God to fill into a place. Now we're ready to take your question. Back to the first meeting of Malay. As compared to Chomer. I 
I'm not sure I understand what you're, you're saying. Of, you're, you're saying it's a substance of fills. So I thought that was isn't that it, it's a homer going into a homer. It, it's it's just it's just used in a normal physical world. There's a substance that is in goes into a substance. We're filling a subs we're filling something with substance. Simple shot. Like Martin filled that cup with yeah. food, whatever he's got there, right? He filled, he filled it. He put something physical into something physical. That's one. So it, it comes out that what we understand, White and Ram brings three examples because we know, again, there's always the hints to mysticism here and there, but we understand that there is a mystical idea of the three dimensions. Three dimensions of Ashan, Ayin, Shin, Nun, which is Oilam, Shana, Nefesh, which is world, literally year, but time, and soul. All right, so let's take a look at the three over here. We have filling one substance with another. That is Olam. That's the world. What's the second one we said? Time. Time gets filled. Fill your time up. The time expired. That's Shana. And then we're talking about Hashem's perfection. That's Nefesh. That's spiritual. So the Torah gives us three good examples of this. Okay. But so now, oh, so now with this we can also appreciate, let's just backtrack a little, this Pasuk of Malay Kol Ha'aretz Kevodo. Where is that Pasuk uh, associated with? We say it every day. Yeshaya Vav Gimel. As we talk about the Malachim that are all over here, and I don't know why I'm not getting the full, that's uh, better. So we see the Seraphim stand in attendance each with blah, blah, blah. And they call each to another, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzvakais. Holy, 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 the God of hosts. Melochalaretz Kevodo. Who, who, who the whole earth is filled with his kavod, which is a word the Rambam is going to have to explain later um, in chapter, I think, 64, if I'm not mistaken. talks about kavod. So now let's just take a look at the Targum, and this is all in the Volition prayer. So what's the three aspects of kadosh? Is what we say in the Ashray after the end of Shachas. Blah, blah, blah. That's all we say to the English. And cry one to the other. They were saying three times holy. What's three times holy? Holy in the highest and exalted heavens is the house of Ishkina. So that's holy in the realm above. Holy upon the earth is the work of his might. That's down here. And holy forever, world without end. So it's a, it's a forever type of thing. So again, that's the Ashan. Yeah, the same Ashan again is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of the brightness of his glory. So now what? how did the Rambam explain it? With the perfection of Hashem. The world is filled with Hashem's perfection. Okay. So now the Rambam leads one more thing left. I just want to check that I got the right. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So now we're going where? Back to the end of the Mor Nebuchim. Now, so, so far it's clear. The way he understands in relationship with Hashem, if Hashem fills anything, 
it's his perfection fills it. And therefore, when you're looking at that, that testifies to his perfection, whatever that means. I mean, Hashem is perfect. So you have something, so the world, again, it it's reflects only a perfect being could have created the world the way it is. There's no question about it. There's such perfection for the world. It's incredible, right? And even the way he runs history, it's perfect. Okay, this, you don't see anything. You don't touch anything. God's perfection is nothing you can touch. But he, there's things that testify to his perfection. Okay, so now, so, let, so let's say when we talk about, you know, the uh, Kavod Hashem, okay? Kavod Hashem Aleas HaMishkan, for example. So he does say there might be another way people might translate it. And it might not, it's not exactly the way Ram would like it. But as he said earlier, a chapter or two before, he said, but if you do, it no damage is done. He says like this, Ella im If you want to uh, understand the word kvod Hashem is ha'or hanivra, the light that's created, asher yikra kvod b'chomakom, which is understand in many places as God's kavod, and that's which fills the mishkan, ain't hezek bazet. It won't hurt. Why? Because remember, the only thing that hurts is if you attribute any type of corporeality to Hashem. If you attribute something else that may or may not be true, but it's not about Hashem, then that's okay. So we want to say, okay, you want to say the mishkan's filled with light. Okay, you want to say, that's the kvod Hashem. It's filled with light. Okay, no harm done. Because then it's just telling us that it's uh, that Hashem creates substances for His honor, which is something that's okay. Okay. Now, obviously, the real quote Hashem is Hashem's being detected in the mind. That's the real quote Hashem. That really, you know, when when you understand in your mind what Hashem is, and we behave in such a way. That's Kvod Hashem. That's the truest meaning of Kvod Hashem. But if you want to say it's something that God created that lets us know about God's Kavod, then that's also okay. What will be another example of that? The burning bush. The burning bush, it's not Hashem. For sure not Hashem. But it's what Hashem created for His honor. So that's, he said, if you want to say such a pshat, no harm done because it is not attributing divinity in a corporeal way. It's just saying what Hashem does. Now, what will have to be discussed at a later date is when we're going to go, and it's going to be way a long time from now. We go to chapter 64 over here. He discusses the idea of Shem Hashem, the name of Hashem, yud Hey vav Hey, and the idea of Kvod Hashem, the honor Hashem. And when he talks about Kvod Hashem, like this example of Kvod Hashem Malay Es Hamishkan, so he says that there are three translations, three understandings of that. And one of them, he says, is a light that appears by the desire of Hashem in a specific place, in a miraculous way. Hashem creates an illumination which is a simon to his presence, which is ukvod Hashem oleyas ha-mishkan. 
So it's interesting why the Rambam over there is going to say this is a, an explanation. Here he seems to be saying, well, if you if you say it that way, no harm done. <laughs> no harm done, it seems later on he's going to give the explanation. Okay, so that's something that has to be discussed at a later time. Comments, questions? Would we say that God doesn't punish till his measure of anger is full? Not his measure, the person's measure of right. sin is full. The person's measure of sin. So where where would where would that be? That that would be, I guess, closest to the one of time. Because the person does sins. Now where do we put the sins? In a box? Right? It doesn't quite go into the box, you know. Um so goes into a time frame. Yeah. Well it, it's a time. But they have to do things to fill the time with. So I guess it's closer to time. It's really a combination. It's activities within time. But I would say it would be most closer to that second one. But that's not one that Hashem we would attribute to. So the fact that Hashem fills anything, it really means that his perfection, that's what real Malay is, is attested to in this. So obviously, if you're looking at them, the Mishkan. The Mishkan was a realm of perfection because things were beyond time and space. The laws of physics didn't exist. So that is like a perfection. That's a sign of the perfection of Hashem. He's beyond time and beyond space. So that you don't need any smoke, so to speak. And it's also going to be referenced in what's in the Mishkan in reference to what was at Arsina. It's supposed to be uh, uh, what do you call it, an, an abridged version of the sign of revelation was in the Mishkan. And the same thing, you're going to have to quote Hashem, the cloud and all that. Those are things that Hashem created to reflect his perfection. So that is what we mean when we talk about Malay Chalaretz Kivodo. Okay. I was thinking sin was closer to soul, simply because sin, sin obfuscates your soul. It covers the soul. I was thinking it's an effect more so in time, then the soul is affected more than You're referring to Marx that you're filled with sin. Could be. Could be. Okay, we'll end it there today. Okay, Yashukayach, everybody. Howard, so good to see you.